Good morning, everybody. It is morning in the mountains. It's Friday morning. I'm Rich Haley, and we're all here, and boy, do we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. It's been a great week in sports. Uh, a lot of new things are starting up. You can see behind me, we've got some stuff to talk about for the Smokies uh, Stadium. We've got some high school baseball, believe it or not. We've also got hiking like we do every week, and we've got some special guests here from the Micro Wrestling Guys. So it's going to be a good show. Got a lot going on. Glad you're here. We're live on Facebook. You can also catch us on Roku or on our YouTube channel if you've missed some shows in the past. Uh, we do this every day, Monday through Friday, every week. So glad you're here, and we're going to go ahead and get rolling. So the first thing we're going to talk about is baseball. And some really cool things are going on right now in the Smokies Stadium. The Smokies were about ready to start their season. Everything was looking good. They had the field shined up. They had the stands cleaned. They had all their uh, concessions stocked. And then COVID-19 happened and everything got shut down on them. So, you know, there's that feeling of incompleteness. Like I wanted to do something and I didn't get a chance to do it. Well, now that we're coming out of the other end, the Smokies have now started up something that's really cool for the high school players around here. They did the same thing. They got two or three games in and then their season was shut down. So what the Smokies have done has gotten together with several sponsors. Uh, the primary sponsor is the Garza Law Firm and they've set up what's called the East Tennessee High School ba Baseball League. And what they're doing is they've set up a seven week regular season where area teams are competing with each other and at the end of that seven weeks, they'll have a short playoff to, term, to determine the top team. And then they will take the two top teams from two different districts. Here in the Smokies, we've got the Western Division. Then up and around Johnson City, they've got the Eastern Division. Champion of both of those divisions is gonna to get together and do a World Series, five game series to determine the overall league championships. So I went over to the Smokies Stadium on Tuesday and had a chance to talk with Tim Volk, who is the general manager over there. So we're gonna run that interview and he's gonna tell you a little bit more about what's going on. All right, everybody, I'm here with Tim Volk. He is the general manager of the Smokies and one of the people behind all this. Tim, I can't tell you how exciting this is. It is, it's very exciting. Um, we're excited, our staff's excited, the community's excited, and of course the, the players and the, the uh, whole East Tennessee baseball community is very excited to get this thing going. It, it's a great way to get the kids back out on the field after they miss their spring season. It is, that's something we're really fortunate to do here, to be able to do. Unfortunately, it looks like we may not be playing a lot of uh, professional baseball here, still to be determined on that, but um, if we don't, we're gonna, we've got about two months worth of high school games out here for 12 uh, local high schools that we're really excited about. Okay, so how, how is this set up? We've got the 12 teams over here on the western side, and then there's another organization doing the eastern side? Yes, yeah, so we have, uh, we have 12 teams here uh, playing at Smoky Stadium. And then we have uh, about 16 to 18 teams in the Johnson City Elizabethan area uh, that are going to be running their league as well. So when it all comes down the end of July, we're going to have a champion from each side. We're going to play a best of five series and go back and forth between the stadiums just like they would in the professional. So it's really going to be a really fun experience. That's going to be really cool. So the championship will just go back and forth then. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. So that's going to be really exciting. It is, it is. So uh, the games are seven innings, I believe? Yes, yeah, seven innings. Uh, we do have a two-hour time limit, but uh, they can finish that inning. Yeah, once the two hours hit, they can finish that inning. Most nights, we're looking to play uh, three games. Okay. Uh, three games a day, typically 2.30, 5, and 7.30 p.m. on okay. those days. And uh, since Tennessee's lifted their mass uh, restrictions on large gatherings, you're going to be open to spectators, right? We are. Just $5. Ah. 
five dollars to come on out and watch some great uh, great baseball and that's good for the whole day you want to come watch one game or all three it's just five dollars and we are doing a lot here at the ballpark um, we're asking people to socially distance we have a lot of signs throughout the concourse we're taking precautions in our food and beverage area we have more trash cans in the seating bowl than i think we've ever had we're yep. asking people to clean up after themselves and uh, we have some protocols with the players as well as they enter the field exit the field uh, come on and off so we're really excited to get it going uh, but we are certainly taking the necessary precautions to, to make sure everybody feels yep. safe when they're out here and I sat in on the brief you gave one of the teams, and they've got uh, unidirectional travel. They come in on one side of the dugout, and they all leave on the other side of the dugout. They're sterilizing everything in between teams. Yep. So they get a chance to clean it out and keep the players safe, which is awesome. And I guess you're going to do socially distancing on the seating. Yeah, we're asking everybody to stay a minimum six feet apart. We have certain areas of our ballpark that are also uh, blocked off, mainly to help with the cleaning and to, mm -hmm. to help slow the foot traffic in some of those areas. Uh, but yeah, we have more than enough seats for everybody to socially distance safely okay. and have a great time when they're out here and see some some top, uh, some very talented baseball players in the East Tennessee area. Absolutely. Uh, what about concessions? Are those going to be running? Absolutely. We do have concessions. We got a wide range you can of course get your classic hot dog to loaded nachos and it's everything not, in it's not baseball without a hot dog and, yeah funnel cakes and popcorn and everything else going on so we have our food and beverage all of our staff of course will be wearing masks and, uh, and gloves in the food and beverage areas and taking the, the necessary precautions to again make sure everybody feels safe and welcome them all out here to Smoky Stadium awesome well thank you for your time thank you so much for putting this together I know the kids are gonna love it and I'm gonna love it I'll be out here on a regular basis we're excited yeah we're excited so. for everybody for the whole community uh, for more information Smokey's baseball we're going to have the statistics, players of the week, do profiles on all these players, the full standings, and of course our schedule. Everything can be found on our website. Awesome. And we will post that website on uh, our Facebook Live page so that you can know where to go to find all that information. Tim, thank you so much for Absolutely. taking the time. Thank you for doing this, and I'll see you Thursday. All right, we'll be here. All right, thanks a lot. Have a good one. All right, that was a nice interview with Tim Volk. And, uh, the folks at the Smokies, if you couldn't tell, are just absolutely outstandingly excited about having this opportunity. Like I said, they had everything ready to go and then all of a sudden to have everything shut down on them. It really was kind of a drain. So uh, they were very excited to bring the kids in. And one of the things like he talked about, they did a lot of work on their normal routine to make sure that it was going to be safe to hold these events. And one of the neatest things that I watched them do, and they showed the kids all this during their media days earlier this week. They come in on one entrance to get down to their dugout and uh, go in, then the first team has their game, then they file out of a different exit. When the new team comes in, they don't enter the dugout, they place their stuff in front of it, go out to do their warm-ups. And while they're doing the warm-ups, the Smokies have a team that goes through both dugouts and totally sanitizes all the surfaces there. So they're keeping it safe for the kids, which is really cool. So Thursday, which is yesterday, they had their first three games. And of course, you know, I had to be there. So I went out and shot some video and uh, we're gonna roll that now so you can see what was going on and I'll tell you what happened with the games. And uh, then we'll talk about their schedule. So go ahead and let's roll that video. So, the first game was the Gatlinburg Gorillas taking on the Seymour Lumber Kings. Now, you don't recognize the team names. This is not a TSSAA uh, sanctioned event, so the teams can't use their names uh, like they would normally. So they came up with more creative names. So the Gatlinburg Gorillas jumped out to a two to nothing lead to start the game. Uh, they had a really great first inning, but after that, Seymour just gradually poured on more and more power and uh, 
they took the lead back in the third inning, tied it up at two, then took the lead, and finally wound up winning with a final score of nine to two. The next game was between two Hardin Valley teams. Hardin Valley created a team for their varsity and for their junior varsity, and uh, they played in the second matchup. And as you might imagine, the varsity came out on top. That game was ended early uh, based on the 10 run rule. So that game only went five innings, and that brought us up to our final game of the evening, which was a big one. It was the Sevier County Cavaliers taking on the Newport Cox out of Cock County. And Sevier County jumped on top early with a two to nothing lead, and then just continued to pour on the steam. And uh, they finally wound up winning in a shortened game. Uh, they ran out of time, and they won 11 to two. So the way they've got this set up is there's going to be three games on each day they play. The main days are going to be Monday through Thursday. And the games start from at 2.30, at 5 o'clock, and at 7.30. So they play seven innings or to two hours, whichever comes first. And if they're in a middle of an inning when uh, the time runs out, they go ahead and finish that inning. So we had a little bit of all three. We had a uh, game shortened because of a uh, number of runs. We had a game that went the full seven innings. And then we had the final game, which only went six innings because they ran out of time. But it's a wonderful afternoon out at the ball field and it's only five bucks and you can't beat that. $5 gets you in for all day long. They do have the concession stand open uh, with hot dogs, nachos, all your baseball food and uh, drinks. The staff has been trained, so they're, they're wearing masks. They're doing everything that they're supposed to be doing. There's plenty of seating, so the Smokies are definitely doing the, everything that's needed to do to keep the kids safe and to keep uh, everybody having a great time. So that brings us to the schedule, the next uh, piece of the puzzle. And as we pull that up, the next games are going to be on Monday the 8th, and they do have a full slate, all three games. At 2.30, the Kodak Wildcats, the team out of Northview, is going to be taking on the Jefferson County Patriots. Then moving on to 5 o'clock, we're going to get the South Doyle Knights taking on the Carter Mean Green. Then the final game of the evening, starting at 7.30, is going to be the Morristown Sandlot Baseball taking on the Clinton River Dogs. So it's going to be a lot of fun on Monday. Uh, if you want to look at the schedule, I've posted the links earlier on uh, the Mountain Fun Life Facebook page, so you can find it there, and I'll put it again in the comments on this show, so you can find the link and get a copy of the schedule and see what's going on. Like I said, next week they've got games Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. The schedule's pretty aggressive, which is great because we're going to get a lot of baseball in the next seven weeks, but if there are weather delays, if there's games that are rained out, most likely they're just going to be scratched from the schedule. There isn't really time in the schedule to make a lot of those games up. But we'll just have to see how that plays out. And remember, at the end of this season, end of July, we have a five-game World Series, so we will have a high school champion for East Tennessee. So it's very cool. It's a lot of fun. you got to go out there. you got to enjoy it because, face it, this may be the only baseball we get this year. Minor leagues can't start up until the major league figures out what they're going to do, and the major leagues are having a major difficulty figuring out what they want to do. 
So that's baseball. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to be joined by some special guests here from the Micro Wrestling Federation. And this looks to be very, very interesting. So hang out on the break and we'll be right back. streaming through Roku. Roku is a device that enables you to stream entertainment to your TV through your internet provider. The starting price is only $29 and you can purchase one either online or through your local electronics retailer. It's easy to use and you won't have to worry about missing any more Mountain Fun Life episodes. Mountain Fun Life, guiding your adventure. Being a successful business is a lot of work, especially when you have to design your own media projects and advertisements. Let us take care of your media needs. We offer a large variety of services such as photography, videography, print magazine, live streaming, and so much more. Contact our marketing today for a free initial consultation. Email marketing at mountainfunlife.com. We look forward to working with you. Parrot Mountain. This attraction has it all, whether you're two years old or 90 years young, with hundreds of beautiful tropical birds and thousands of flowers, plants, and trees. Folks who visited our park have said, I've never seen this many birds in one place. This must be what the Garden of Eden was like, the most beautiful and peaceful place I have ever been. These gardens rival the best, the best value in the Smokies. You'll want to visit Parrot Mountain and Gardens. Call or visit us online. We'll see you there.
Hey everybody, we're back. Glad you waited out. You can see I've got a couple of guests here with me. And guys, just go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Little Show, the Redneck Brawler. And I'm Flying Ryan from Boston, Massachusetts, the most hated micro wrestler in the world. <laughs> now that's something to be proud of. That is. That is something to be proud that of. Is. You've made a name for yourself. That is. So why are you so hated? Is, is it your face or is it your wrestling style or my wrestling style i just hate everybody i think i'm the best i know i'm the best i've been waiting for this moment for a long time and it's my time to shine right here in pigeon forge baby are you the champion no i'm gonna get it back though Ooh, did you see that look <laughs> I, I can see that the, the most the most feared i don't know about no. the most hated but <laughs> yeah that one that one yeah that one. okay so we've got micro wrestling. You guys are here based out of Pigeon Forge. Yup, yep. we're out of quarantine, baby. We just opened back, back. up. We're on Where's Valley Road and in Pigeon Forge in the shops of Pigeon Forge, stoplight number three, right by the Red Skeleton Theater. We're doing shows Wednesday through Saturday, six to seven thirty, and we got a discount for you locals out there. But I want you to come down and watch me beat up this guy. No, no, I'm gonna win. <laughs> All right, so you, I think you were telling me before the show, you also have a road show as well? Yes, yes. But that unfortunately got shut down due yeah. to the COVID-19. But we got microwrestling.com that has our whole schedule. We okay. have a Facebook following, microwrestling Facebook, and an Instagram, microwrestling Facebook, where you can find everything you need to know about the Micro Wrestling Federation. Awesome. All right, so we've got your website up right here. Yep. So we were taking a look at it and seeing That's what else is on That's me right there, here. that sexy gentleman in the white. Nah, it's all about the camo, baby. There you go. So we got camo, we got... That's the guy with the belt right there, and that's who I plan on defeating. Okay, who's he? El Torito. Okay. His real name is Masquerita Dorada. He was in WWD, but I'm going to go there, I'm going to drag him through the streets of Guadalajara, and I'm going to reclaim my championship. There you go. So is he a luchador or no? Luchador. Luchador. Yeah. luchador. I yes. can't pronounce luchador. nothing. All right, so, all right, cool. We got the mask guy. All right, what's up with the, the gentleman that looks like Mario? That's Little Mario. That's Little Mario. Little fan favorite. Everybody like Little Mario. Little Mario. I don't really care about him. That, that sounds like there's a little black, bad blood there. Yep, there is. All right. Always bad. Okay. Ain't so. that right, Brawler? <laughs> Me and him are two of the best dudes and the most hated in the company, but everybody knows we are the big dogs. We're the best. We're the best. Awesome. All right, so you said you're on uh, Where's Valley Road. I got an address right here, 185 East Where's Valley Road. Oh, yep. Four like shows fire. a week, Wednesday through Saturday, 6 to 7.30. Yes, sir. Very awesome. So Family-friendly, all-ages family show. We have snacks there, drinks. Um, Non-stop micro Candy, action. you know, stuff like that. Okay. When are you going to come down there and get in the uh, ring? Well, let's see. You got a show tonight? Yes, oh, we do. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said get in the ring. Yeah, you're going to get in the ring and go one-on-one -on -one with me. I think not. <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. But if you're worried about the quarantine and like the seating arrangement, we've already rearranged the seating arrangement where it's safe for uh, uh, people to come in. Uh, so yeah. That was social distancing. We sanitize the hands. Once you come in, it's all good. All right. So now I told you before the show, I did wrestle for a year in high school. You, you don't did. want none of this. Let's yeah. go right now. I'm ready. Right, right now? Let's right. go. Uh, Do you I, guys want to see that? No, you don't want to see that. You guys want, want to see, see that, that no, right? you don't want to see that. Me and him versus this guy. We can get him right now. We don't care. <laughs> right. We'll see what happens when I come out to the show, because I am going to come out and watch. All right. All right. Come on out. Come on yeah. out. My, uh, like I was telling you, my son-in-law, uh, Dan Wilson, ran a promotion out of Chattanooga. Oh, okay. And uh, he's a big uh, heel. Oh, well, okay. he can get it, too. <laughs> now, that would be interesting. We that would care. be interesting. So... 
uh, what's uh, his uh, name is uh, Dan the Dra the Reverend, mm. the Reverend. So, and he's got the full face makeup and all the other craziness. <laughs> so we're we're very very proud of him. All right, so on the other side of it, what is it like doing a wrestling road show? Because it is crazy. We last year we did two hundred shows. We traveled all over the country in a nice RV. Got to see city to city. Do five shows a week, and it's exciting and hard work. Two-hour shows from bars to venues. Sometimes we'd rent out our own arenas, get our own snacks, sell our own tickets. But all we can say is the fan base is amazing, and it was an honor and privilege to wrestle in front of all the micromaniacs. We usually there. average between five hundred to a thousand people a show. Wow. I mean, that I mean, people. You know, we have a big fan base out there on the road. So Everywhere. You said 200 shows no. in a year. Yeah, 200. Yep, 200 shows last year. So y'all are busy. That, we that's, are. that's a, a demand. I am. Day. I don't know about this guy. But it's, you know, it's, it's you know, and all together, I want to say there's maybe 15 to maybe 20 micro wrestlers that come in and out. In and out. Okay. But there are, like, the main ones that stay out there all the time, which is <laughs> me. <laughs> me. So, and here's something that I hear a lot of people say about professional wrestling. That you say, if you say, say the F word, I'm going to slap the glasses. If you say the F word, I'll slap the glasses off your face. I can't say the F word because it gets me kicked off TV. What I, I wasn't talking about. Is, <laughs> you guys are athletes. Period. End of the story. Right. You've got to be in shape if you're wrestling 200 shows a year. Yes, sir. You've got to be in shape. You've got to be in good physical condition. You've got to be something. <laughs> One quick story. Like I said, I wrestled for my senior year in high school. first year we had a team. And the funny thing is we're out there wrestling. The football team's playing football. The football season ends, and they figure we're going to come in and join the wrestling team. Right. We're already in shape. We're ready to go. Yeah. So the day yes. after their first practice, every one of them's in the training room going, tape me. <laughs> and the trainer said, where? Everywhere. <laughs> they hurt us. You've yeah. got to be in shape if you're going to be doing what you guys are doing. So you guys are athletes. Thank That's you, right. sir. Period. End, you. Of, end of discussion. Appreciate it. So what's it like when you're in the ring, you're battling, and the fans are into it, and they're screaming and yelling? I can't. We just feed off the fans, too. Yeah. The more energy, the more top rope action we'll do, the more nonstop we just get trash can lids, cookie sheets. We even have a plunger we use I don't, in our match. Now, there's a picture I didn't need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes the plunger. Nobody <laughs> likes the plunger. Yeah. <laughs> hit me with the chair. Don't We're hit all me with the plunger. Here, you know yeah. No, yeah, hit me with this the dude chair. Does a moonsault off the top rope. You couldn't believe it. It's incredible. Whenever, man, you was talking about the fans when they get into it, there ain't nothing. You know, it's it's like there's no end because you got so Greatest much adrenaline. In yeah, and you're gonna do go out there and give 110 percent every night for those fans. So you're saying you're coming off the top rope? Are you using a standard dimensions of rings or? Yeah, I'm going straight off the top rope, hitting the moonsault. Man. Well, it's not called Moose, it's called Mississippi Salt. Mississippi of course. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're just so happy and privileged to be opened back up for yeah. the quarantine. So if you get bored and you have nothing to do, because there's no other really places that are open right now, you just come down the Wears Valley Road, visit the Microtorium, and watch some micro action 6 to 7.30. Watch the best. Wednesday through Saturday. Boom, baby. All right. So your website address is microwrestling.com. That's right. Yeah. Simple. 
and uh, we were looking at that earlier, and right. you've got a special section just for the Pigeon the Forge pigeon for the forge local show. show. Yes. Uh, you've also got tour dates. Have you set up a tour now, or is it still uh, being built? Uh, actually, I believe like our tour is kind of um, like al- wait. like like already full. Yeah. So, but we oh, okay. the tour, man. This is the only thing that can happen is to cancel shows, but that's not the plan. Right. We're going to go out there and we're going to kill it just like we did last year. Awesome. That sounds great. All right. So, very cool stuff here. Got a couple of comments. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from my daughter. It says, uh, please don't break my daddy. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. He's, he's the one talking to smack. Oh, I haven't started to talk smack yet. And the next one, I want to see Luke Haley and Daniel Wilson in the ring. Luke is my son. Daniel is the stepson I was uh, telling you about. Okay. Both of them have tremendously full lumberjack beards. Right. Uh, so he, their beards are about as tall as us, right? Pretty close. All right, cool. And uh, Luke is about 6'2 and very rangy. And Daniel is about 5'7 and kind of stocky. So it would be an interesting mix-up in styles there. <laughs> I like that, Sabrina. You think they could break me, Sabrina? Yeah, I'll find I, out. I'm, no. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, so shows 6.30. 6 to 7.30. 6.30. Wednesday through Saturday. And we got a discount for all you locals out there in the Superior County residents. Well, that sounds like it's going to be awesome, and I'm glad you guys came out. We appreciate yeah. your time and coming uh, on the show. I'm definitely coming out to the show. I want to see it. Yeah, we yeah. love people. You're going to get in the ring, too. I'm going to get in the ring? All right, I'll get, get in the ring. Micro beatdown. That is extremely possible. Yeah. I, I would hate to hurt you guys on your own turf. <laughs> there you go. There's a little smack talk. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't want to make you look bad. You I, 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 I can't say nothing but just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look like you should be in a nursing home. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> don't let the gray on the beard fool right. you. All right, everybody. Thanks for, for uh, watching this segment. Guys, thank you so much for coming out and uh, telling us a little bit about what's going on here. You guys can tell it's got to be a great show. I mean, if these guys are in it, what else could it be but a great show? <laughs> so, Wednesday through Saturday, Six all bets are off. All bets are off. You all know right. it's going to be crazy. So, guys, thanks for coming out. Thank you, Thank you. for having us. And we'll have you out again. And I'm going to see check with Bob and see if we can do a promo from the show. That would be awesome. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I, I like getting out there. And, and, and if it involves me getting beat down, you know, my kids will like to watch that too. So. All right. Big elbow off the top. Got gotcha. you. That'll work. That'll work. All right, guys, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about hiking in the Smokies and uh, some upcoming stuff on the schedule. So hang out for the commercial, and we'll be right back. Thanks. Our prints are located in shops, gas stations, hotels, ballparks, all over the Smoky Mountain region. We offer a concierge service for cabins, hotels, resorts, and individuals. A portion of any of our services or ad space may be applied as ticket value to the cost of any service or ad you book through us. Contact our marketing today for a free initial consultation. 
email marketing at mountainfunlive.com. Parrot Mountain. This attraction has it all, whether you're two years old or 90 years young, with hundreds of beautiful tropical birds and thousands of flowers, plants, and trees. Folks who visited our park have said, I've never seen this many birds in one place. This must be what the Garden of Eden was like, the most beautiful and peaceful place I have ever been. These gardens rival the best, the best value in the Smokies. You'll want to visit Parrot Mountain and Gardens. Call or visit us online. We'll see you there. Right the board. We are back, and uh, unfortunately, this comment came out a little bit too slow. I'm going to go ahead and put it up here from uh, Jack Hillegas. He wants to know if Lil Show had gone on a diet, and I read that to him as they were coming out, and we almost had a full-on riot here in front of the desk. So, unfortunately, we didn't get to catch that on the show. It would have been fun to watch. Again, Wednesday through Saturday, 6 to 7.30, out on Wares Valley Road. So, uh, obviously, it's going to be a great show. So please go out there and help support them because, you know, local businesses getting their start, getting things going again after COVID-19. Gotta love it. All right. So we're moving into the final segment of our show today. And now we're going to talk about some hiking. And our spotlight trail for this week is the Road Prong Trail. Now it comes from a little bit different section. So we're going to go to the map and uh, talk about it. One of the interesting things about hiking, uh, not just in the Smokies, but anywhere, is there's different types of hikes that you can take. And the one we did last week, Ramsey Cascade, is basically up and back. You follow one trail all the way up to wherever it is you're going, and you follow the same trail coming back. Second kind is a loop where you have two trails that start and end together. And a great example of that is if you're going up to Mount Leconte, you can go up Bullhead Gap Trail and then once you get to Mount Leconte, you can come back down the Rainbow Falls Trail and you wind up in the same place. So you make a loop so you're not going back and covering the same ground. Or you can do what we did on Tuesday, which is you pick a trail and you take two cars, you drop one car where you're going to come out of the woods and then you drive up to where you're going to start, which is what we did. And that was really interesting because what we did is we came up Newfound Gap Road all the way from Gatlinburg, all the way up to the Gap, and parked up at the visitor center up there. And then we jumped onto the Appalachian Trail, and we followed that for 1.7 miles through Indian Gap until we got to uh, Clingman's Dome Road, which is right here, 1.7 miles. And that 1.7 miles is on a ridge line, so there's a lot of up and down it's a fairly uh, 
strenuous hike. It's rated as moderate, and that's about right. But it's not a Sunday stroll. And uh, once we got to the Klingman's Dome Road parking lot, that's the trailhead for Road Prong Trail. So after our 1.7 miles there, we got on uh, Road Prong Trail. And you can see it comes through here. This trail follows this creek, which is Road Prong, all the way down. Now the interesting thing is it's mostly a descending trail, which makes it a little bit easier to hike. And uh, it's still a lot of fun. But the interesting thing is that even though it's all downhill, there's a lot of rough footing and there are several creek crossings. As a matter of fact, once you're down on this section here, um, you're not actually crossing the creek, you're walking in the creek. You're just going back and forth across rock hopping. And as you'll see in the video that we're going to play here in a couple of minutes, uh, some of those crossings don't always go well. So let's go ahead and run that video. So we are headed to the chimney tops, but we're taking a little bit different approach. Instead of coming up from below, we're going to come down from above. We're up here at Newfound Gap. We're getting ready to go down the, the uh, Appalachian Trail, down to Indian Gap, and that will lead us to the trail to get to the chimney tops. Along the way, there is so much to see and some very incredible views. The trail is a smaller trail and it's less frequently traveled, but there are some nice surprises hidden along it. I'm not going to tell you where to find this particular surprise, but if you find it, you'll know it. This is an interesting thing. This is to keep hogs out of the beech forest along the Appalachian Trail. It's uh, there to keep the non-native hogs out so that they don't uproot the naturally occurring plants and the trees there. So it's to keep the uh, area in the same shape that it began. After you follow the Appalachian Trail for about 1.7 miles, lots of up and downs, you come out into this meadow where you meet the Road Prong Trail. Now, this is an interesting spot. If you can't find Santa's knee, you can find Santa's tree and have yourself a little sit down. There's a lot of water crossings and occasionally the crossing doesn't go as successfully as you might like. Um, but the water's nice and cool and it is refreshing, although your shoes get a little soggy. But you know what? That's just part of hiking. So we keep moving on, coming down the trail, and the road prong trail is almost all downhill. But you can see there's lots of things to see, both large and small, like these plate mushrooms at the base of the tree. And then you get little areas like this right next to the trail that are just absolutely gorgeous. You feel like you've been transported into a movie set somewhere. You look at down the trail and you see something like that and you just begin to wonder, what is around the next corner? What might we find? Did I mention there's a lot of water crossings on this trail? There are several, and some of them can be challenging. So don't walk this trail unless you're ready to get wet. This is a spot right near the bottom of the trail, and I just thought it was kind of neat with the stairways climbing their way up top, up to the top. All right, so that's the hike in a nutshell. Like I said, a lot of creek crossings, especially in that one section that I showed you. 
right right in about here and uh yeah i slipped and fell i was knee deep in the water playing frogger across the rocks and that happens so when you're out hiking on a trail like this one of the most important things that you want to make sure that you do is you have some good shoes for hiking and the boots that i have uh are really good they're well broken in which is really important never ever ever hike in brand new shoes you've got to get them broken in first so Make sure you've got good solid footwear because when you are rock hopping in a creek, at some point you are going to hit a rock that either moves or is slipperier, slipperier than you thought and you will wind up taking a little bit of a spill. So you want to make sure that your feet and everything else are protected. And one of the things uh, the guy I was hiking with, you saw in the pictures, that's my brother George, and he says if you're stepping long, you're stepping wrong. And what he means by that, it's absolutely true, the longer you have to step out, the more your center of gravity is shifting. And if your center of gravity is not uh, contained inside your stride, then you're gonna fall. So as soon as something slips, you're gonna be out of control and you fall. And that's exactly what happened to me. I went for a longer step than I thought than I should have. And uh, my bracing foot slipped and I was in the water. So, but it felt really, really good because I was hot. So. Like you saw in the pictures, the road prong is an absolutely gorgeous trail and it takes you down here and this junction right here is going off to the Chimney Tops Trail. And we had planned on doing that, but after I took the fall and soaked my shoes, decided no, we'd had enough fun for the day. So we just followed the rest of the trail down the lower part of the Chimney Tops Trail back down to 441. And that's where we picked up our car went back up and got the other car and then went out for a nice lovely lunch. So I can't recommend road prong for families because it is a less used trail. It's very narrow and there are lots of rocks, lots of uh, creek climbing or creek crossings, lots of things that uh, can get you into a little bit of trouble. So I don't recommend it for families with small children, but uh, tweens, teens and up, Absolutely. One of the great things about it, it's not one of the more popular trails. So you're not going to run into a whole lot of people. As we came down the Appalachian Trail, down this section, we passed five or six people, a couple of day hikers who were doing sections of the trail, and one group that looked like they were through hiking, just staying on the Appalachian Trail. Then once we uh, dropped down onto the road prong, we saw one person. And this was a day when the Chimney Tops Trail was absolutely packed full. So this is kind of what I'm looking for when I do these for you, is finding trails that are lesser known, lesser traveled, so you can get out and see the Smokies and stay away from the crowd. Now this lower section of the Chimney Tops Trail, we passed a whole lot of people as they were coming up towards Chimney Tops. We will do Chimney Tops Trail in a future episode, but one of the things to be aware of if you're wanting to do the Chimney Tops is the actual chimney tops area is closed. Uh, during the wildfire, there was a lot of fire damage up there. The ground is not stable. It's not safe to go climbing up there. And it's also not good for the chimney tops themselves. Once the vegetation is reestablished, once it's, the area is stable again, then they'll open it back up for people to travel on. But for right now, the, there's a new observation point that is right about here. It's about 0.9 miles from this junction to the new observation point. So it cuts about two tenths of a mile off of that trail. 
The other thing to be aware about is Chimney Tops is a very steep trail. It's a solid climb starting from the parking lot all the way up. As a matter of fact, that last picture that I showed you of the stairs, that's early on in the lower section of the Chimney Tops Trail. All right, that's our show for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know I have. Um, still a little worried about the wrestling thing. I think they really want me to get in the ring, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll talk to Jim and we'll get a tag team going on. That could be fun. That could be really interesting. So, it's been a great show. There's going to be more baseball. Uh, you can expect to see me live on Monday. Uh, my plans are to cover parts of the Northview game, which is actually the Kodak Wildcats. So I'll try to cover that game and uh, more games throughout the week because, uh, like I said, the Smokies Park is open. It's $5 to get in. They've got all the uh, refreshments that you want, the concessions, everything that you would expect. It's a gorgeous way to spend an afternoon watching baseball and having a great time. One of the cool things about it, these kids, these high school seniors are going to be either playing in college or they may be on a minor league team next year. So this is your chance to see some of the future stars in action before they actually get there. And like I said, right now, it's the only game in town. If you want baseball, this is what you've got. So come on out, support the Smokies Park, support the high school kids, give them a good crowd, come out and have a great afternoon and enjoy the baseball. And then once you're done with the baseball, head over to Wears Valley and check out the micro wrestling because it looks like it's going to be a blast. That's our show for today. Hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be back again next week with our full slate, starting Monday morning with Frank and Kira and more Bear Monday stories. Tuesday, as always, Santa and Mrs. Claus reading a story and talking about publishing. Then on Wednesday, it's the entertainment show. James, Jim, Josh, who knows what's going to happen. Thursday, it's Frank and Kira doing what Frank and Kira do. And then Friday, I'll be right back here doing some more baseball, doing some more hiking, and who knows what else will come up. So hang out. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Have fun. Remember, Captain Accurate's on at 915 to tell us what the weather's going to be. And we'll be here next week to bring it all to you once again. So for Mountain Fun Life Channel, for Hannah, my engineer who makes me look good, and for everybody else here, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week.